In this episode, we're going to talk about fatherhood, because I think we kind of have a really confuzzled view. You like what I did there? Confuzzled, confused, and puzzled. Word of the day, check it out. By the way, you guys like the backdrop? This is the new backdrop we'll be doing this on. Side note, this only costs like a hundred bucks to do this on the wall. These are like peel and stick vinyl planks. It's really pretty dope. So uh, enjoy the new background. Give a comment if you really like it. What's up everybody? This is Josh from Practical Theism. So in the men's group I currently go to on Saturday mornings, it's kind of early, that's another story. There is typically a video we watch on a specific topic followed by a discussion. And there's also an MC who will give thoughts before the closing prayer in the group. And I was encouraged by a few of the men in the group to help with the MC role. So I decided to give it a shot, you know, see if it's, uh, if that's where God needs me. And uh, I led my first MC session, if you will. And the topic that we discussed in the groups that day was fatherhood. I remember being a bit nervous. So often I'm in front of a camera without speaking uh, to people in front of me, but uh, the MC thing is going to help with that. But I was really nervous because here I am, this young buck at the ripe old age of 31, and I have to comment on fatherhood with my limited experience of being a dad, speaking to all of these men who have been fathers far longer than I have and have vastly more experience than I have. But God clearly assigned me that topic for a reason. So after reviewing the lessons points and uh, praying on it, the angle I was going to take on was one of identity. And I wanted to share a few thoughts on what we discussed. Men, brothers, we have lost our identity. We have lost a true sense of what fatherhood really is purely because we have allowed culture and society to come in and reshape what fatherhood is. Modern culture and media has drawn a picture that we have bought into, believe it or not, that fatherhood is something that is merely biological. That being a father is nothing more than my DNA mixed up with that of a woman and together we produce a baby and voila, I'm a father. But you see, this oversimplistic view doesn't do justice to what fatherhood really is because it doesn't do justice to describing the identity of a father. We have lost our identity as fathers. There is power and purpose in identity. When we understand what something is, we know what it is used for. When we understand who someone is, we understand what they are here for. Think about it. If we look at a chair, we understand that object, it's a chair, like it, that's its identity. So we know what it is, what it's for, it's for sitting. Likewise, when we understand what a table is, we know what it is used for, for holding things up, for dining and eating. When we understand the identity of a server at a restaurant, we know that they are there to take our order and bring us our food. When we understand what our title is in a company, we understand what duties we have to perform, right? Now, where do we get these identities from? Well, the chair and the table, we get the identities from the chair and table maker. The server gets their identity from the restaurant owner. The title you hold at your job comes down from the CEO of the company. But where does our identity of fatherhood come from? Say God. <laughs> it's, it's a safe answer. If you said God, you're right. We get the identity of fatherhood from God the Father himself, creator of everything. Now think about this. I think that to properly understand fatherhood in its fullness, we need to understand two simple things. First, our fatherhood comes from our creator. Second, it all boils back to leadership. So what do I mean by that? So fatherhood comes from God because he is a father. 
We see this in a very real way in the person of Jesus. Christ was God's only begotten son, born of the Virgin Mary and became man. We profess this truth in the creed every single Sunday so we don't forget it. So to understand the nature of fatherhood, we need to understand God's own nature because it is God who gives fathers that identity. John 4.24 tells us that God is spirit, so we first need to understand that fatherhood is not just biological, it's spiritual. If we go all the way back to the Genesis accounts, what do we see God doing? He formed man, the physical aspect of him, and he breathed life into him. We as fathers on the biological side participate in God's creation act through producing offspring, but we do this imperfectly because our biology cannot impart a soul to a child. God still is involved in the spiritual aspect of fatherhood in creation. But we have a very real duty as fathers to cooperate with God's grace in walking with our children through the garden, as it were, just as God was very much present with Adam and Eve in close communion and alignment with them, helping them thrive and grow. Then what happens? They sin, right? They fall away from that close communion of grace. But does God simply turn away, say, look guys, I birthed you and my job here is done? Absolutely not. No, he walks with them through their trials and struggles, always hoping, always reproving, time and time again. God is love, as 1 John 4, 8 tells us. God is holy, quote, holy, 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 is the Lord God Almighty, as Revelation chants out in Revelation 4, 8, echoing the Song of the Seraphim in Isaiah 6, 3. And we sing this chant with the choirs of angels at Mass. These two essential aspects of God are fully wrapped up in the proper view of fatherhood. Fatherhood is of love, of willing the good of your children for their sake, and fatherhood is of holiness that is being set apart. Biblical fatherhood should look different than the simplistic view of biological paternity. Then there is leadership. And this is where I think we really need to step up as men. You know, I often look at my wife and all she went through in childbirth of our two children, and after recognizing, first of all, how amazing her body is to endure that, I think, man, I have it easy. But you see, to think that way is to neglect this very fundamental aspect of our fatherhood. We are leaders. We are called to lead our families, our kids, and those around us in their lives to a deeper encounter with Christ perpetually throughout their life. This means we have to get up earlier, stay up later, work longer, pray harder, be stronger, persevere further, and be the rock that we need to be to infuse strength in the people we lead as we model for them the way of faith. And this is very much something that God did as well. We see this all throughout the Old Testament, culminating in the piercing of the veil with the incarnation of Jesus, where he comes, as Bishop Barron says so beautifully, all the way down into our humanity to save us, to provide us a very real and objective path back to communion with himself. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and he shows us the way of the cross. That is the way of self-sacrifice, which is another essential aspect of fatherhood. Notice one aspect of what God is doing through the incarnation. God doesn't just tell us what to do. He shows us. He walks with us. In the view of leadership, a good leader will tell you the right path to walk on. A great leader will have you watch them do it first, then do it with you, then watch you do it on your own, then walk with you while you do it. This is leading by example and essential to the deeper meaning of fatherhood. But all of this requires us to act, men. 
We have a very real crisis on our hands in the world today with a lack of men and fathers who understand this deeper meaning. With so many absentee dads and fathers who are not shepherding their families and children with this deeper view in mind, it's not a wonder we as people lack the caliber of integrity in all areas of our society. It's because we lack the example. So let's bring it back. Let's re-engage with our deeper spiritual understanding of fatherhood and live that out. Encourage others to live it out. Show the beauty in that deeper meaning of fatherhood and reclaim our identity as fathers through our identity with the ultimate father in God, our creator. If you haven't already, hit that like button. Pound that subscribe button like you mean it and make sure you hit that little bell so you can get notifications on when more of this awesome content comes out. And from all of us here at Practical Theism, enjoy the wall and we'll catch you next time.